Are you ready to challenge yourself and see if you have what it takes to make 10K in 10 days? Visit the Boss Effect podcast community on Facebook and tell us what you would do if you had to challenge yourself to make 10K in 10 days. The Boss Effect Zone, the Boss Effect Zone. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. Welcome back to another episode of the Boss Effect Podcast. We have another phenomenal, outstanding, amazing guest here to share with you another soulful story of success in her own right. A real estate developer, investor, coach, teacher, mentor, author, speaker, philanthropist in her hometown. She is affectionately known as the Cash Flow Diva. (laughs) Now, she's formerly known as the Baltimore Real Estate Diva because she buys houses like other women buy shoes. That's a lot of houses. (laughs) (laughs) But those nicknames only hint at her considerable accomplishments, which are all more remarkable considering she grew up in poverty. Mm. She recently released a book, The Turning Point, in collaboration with Jack Canfield, chronicles her journey of low self-esteem to faith, confidence, from poverty to abundance, from living in the projects to creating projects, from rags to riches. Now, y'all know these are my type of guests. And that is why we are so excited. Y'all, I have been shivering in my tivers waiting for this here podcast episode. Yes, Miss Janet, what's going on? Good morning. I am Janet Tompkins, and I am a boss. Once again, I just thank you for even having me on the, on, uh, on the podcast. And I don't take it for granted, and I don't take it lightly. So I'd like to thank both of you once again. Thank you, bosses, for having me. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to jump right in because I ask the hard questions on this podcast because oh, our yeah. listeners are tuning in because they are ready to change their lives. And you resonate with us so much because when you said from living in the projects to creating projects, we were like blown away. I literally think I got up and danced around the first time we actually met <laughs> because we call ourselves Project of the Projects. And one of the reasons that we have this podcast is because we like to showcase possibility, hope, and inspiration. So please, please, please take a moment and share with us, how did you get here today and your turning point? Okay. It's been, and I want to tell our listeners, it's been a long journey, okay? As I tell my mentees and my students, you crawl. You walk, and then you run. And then the the first three things that I want them to remember as you hear my story, I want you to take away, number one, there's always a way. No matter what you're going through, you can always begin again. It don't matter how old or how young you are, and it's always too soon to quit. So 
I'm a product uh, from Jacksonville, Florida. We know, as I don't know as many of you artists uh, know, back in the, the 50s and the 60s in the civil rights era, I mean, we had no role models. We had, we were colored and white. Of course, we lived in segregated towns. And of course, you know, I can recall at one point attempting to go into the bathroom. My parents took me to the bathroom and they took me to the white bathroom because the colored bathroom was broken. The first thing they said is get this little nigga out of here. So what do you think that would do for our self-esteem? So often, many of us back in that area had very low self-esteem. And then <laughs> it didn't help when grandma, uh, I'm the oldest of six, uh, two sisters, long, pretty hair, nappy-headed, oldest, didn't have the pretty hair. So what grandma did and her church members brought me into the living room closed the windows and all the doors and prayed over my head just for my hair to grow. I don't know if you can see me now. I don't have any hair. Don't give a dog about what <laughs> there is this day and age. But think about it. That's what do you wrong. think that would have done to, to my self-esteem as opposed to make it <laughs> better? I think it, and they didn't have any. They didn't know any better eyes. So I don't or, or, or blame them for that. So, of course, living in, ja in Jacksonville, and I was smart all the way through high school. As a matter of the age of six, I was teaching others how to read. We moved, of course, as everyone did back then. We moved in 1967 at the age of 12 from Jacksonville, Florida to Patterson, New Jersey. Of course, everyone did what they were to do back in that day for a better life. We moved from a, uh, what we call a better life. Um, in Jacksonville, I have to say, from the first to the sixth grade, I had teachers that really pushed me. I was always a straight-A student. And then I was able to go into the neighborhood to even go into their home. Moving to the North, however, was really, really, really different. It was the first time I'd seen Hispanics, the first time I'd seen whites. And so... Often the white teachers did not have that or did not give us that same motivation. Even though I was smart in school, as a matter of fact, I graduated number 57 out of 500 at John F. Kennedy High School in Patterson, New Jersey. Patterson is a town, and even it has not changed today, where there is low aim or no aim, and which is what I which is exactly what I experienced. Um, as a matter of fact, my guidance counselor, I told her I wanted to be a physical therapist. And she said, no, that's not a field that you should actually go, go into. So it's still there today. Uh, when my son graduated from high school, we started teaching him how to take the SATs. And, of course, even applying for colleges with, uh, when he was a sophomore. The guidance counselor had the nerve to say, it's too early. Absolutely. As we said, absolutely, it's not too early. So with that mentality, um, we've had some challenges in, in, in the city of Patterson. So I started what's called New Jersey Bell, which then became Verizon at the age of 16 years old as a telephone operator. Number, please, <laughs> on the cord. <laughs> on, the, on the cord floor. I'd always worked. I started working at the age of 14. I'd always wanted my, my own. 
Uh, mom and dad did not have to pay for my high school graduation, my college ring, uh, any of those things, because I'd always work. As a matter of fact, I walked five miles to get to work. There was always something in me that wanted better for myself. And some of my friends now from my childhood say to me, we always knew that you would be something special. So um, going through there, I dated. I met this young man through my high schools at the age of 17. Did not go to my prom because he didn't want me to go to the prom. And I said, okay, so then I'll go with my girlfriend's brother. He says, okay, if you go, then I'll go with somebody else. I graduated from high school. Almost had a, a scholarship to go to Rutgers. He didn't want me to do that. He didn't want me to go to Rutgers. So we decided that we were going to get married. Now, mind you, he didn't have any credit. I had been working New Jersey Bell for three or four years. Mm-hmm. I co-signed for my ring. Mm-hmm. After co-signing for my ring, he, he goes into the service, comes back, Six months later, we had already set a date, scheduled everything, put the engagement in the paper, comes back. He's, he, he didn't want to get married. But I had the nerve to ask for the ring back. I had the nerve to give him the ring back. <laughs> I gave him the ring back. But guess what? I wind up paying for my own engagement ring because remember, I co-signed for it. Okay. So if you tell me I want, I want your, especially your female listeners to listen to me. I'm your mother, I'm your sister, I'm your auntie, I'm your niece, because no matter what you have been through, I've been there. Guess what? He married three other women. All three of them died, and he died of AIDS. So I'm here for an absolute reason, okay? One of the turning points was, and my life is, I married my current husband, who I've been with, been with, uh, married for 41 years, been together for 43 years. So that was one of the best things that I could have done. The other thing that, I, that we've done was I was always an avid reader. I loved to read. And so what I did was I always wondered, you know, why white people? would always have the better, you know, would live a better life. And what was, it, what was the difference between us and them? So as I read, I began to read Forbes magazine, I, uh, Entrepreneur, Money magazine, Think and Grow Rich, books that would compel us to do something different. So remember, guys, if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to get the exact same thing. So we always want it to be a, a, a little different. So most of those books said the way to wealth was through real estate. And 90% of your wealth comes from assets and owning real estate. If you look at the McDonald's, if you look at the Burger Kings, although the intangible assets are the meals and the food, but they really make their money and their net worth really comes from the buildings that they own. And so we decided that, okay, so we'd like to do that as well. So we, in 1987, we purchased our first home and it was quite by accident that it was a three unit building because we actually wanted a single family property. Mm-hmm. It just so happened 
uh, we met an attorney that said, you know, I have a house and it, and it, we went to his house through a, through a mutual friend. We went to the house. We looked at the house, absolutely loved it. He said, you know, my wife's nephew would really like the property, but we don't think he can qualify for the mortgage. So if you really want it, we're not going to do any paper signing today. We can do it next week. I'll give you a call. Next week comes, we don't hear from him. The second week comes, I call him and find out what's going on. He says to me, I'm sorry, we did sell that to my wife's nephew. I'm in tears. So what he did, he called this mutual friend and said, you know, I have a client that wants to get rid of a, a property. I'm brought, it's a three-unit building. Ask them if they really like to look at it. And I really didn't want to look at it. But I said, come on, on, let's go. We went to the property. It was huge. There were seven rooms on the first floor, seven rooms on the second floor, which we wind up taking, four rooms on the third floor, which we called our baby-making room because our tenants would live there for two or three years, make babies, and then buy their own, uh, own houses. Then we had five finished rooms in the basement. In 1987, we paid $90,000 for that one property. We, at 9% interest, we refinanced that one property over five times, refinancing and cashing out each and every single time, selling it in 2005 for over $415,000. We gave the seller $15,000 in seller help, plus a brand new furnace for $3,000, and still made over a $250,000 profit. Where else can you go and actually do that? And then prior to that, because we were first-time home buyers for that one particular property, we were we even though we saved twenty percent, we were we only had to put four percent down. They paid our closing costs, so we typically didn't even have a mortgage because the two tenants they actually paid for that. So today, you would call that house hacking, and today this is one of the ways that I tell my students this is the way that you can actually enter the real estate market. And we wind up buying four additional duplexes that same year because we had the 20%. So we took that additional money and we bought four additional properties. And when we wind up leaving Patterson in 2001, we had eight, eight properties at that one time. Wow. Man, man. Wow. Now that is definitely a turning point. What does the average day in your life look like now? Oh, an average day. First of all, we eat, we sleep. We actually love this. We do this 24 hours a day. I don't do it on Sunday because that's my Sabbath. However, my husband does it seven days a week. So a day in the life, for example, I woke up this morning after coming back from the trip because what I'm now doing is I'm actually speaking all over the country. And the reason that I changed from the Baltimore real estate diva to the cash flow diva, because Baltimore real estate, that denotes that I'm local. We have properties right now in Patterson, New Jersey. We have Baltimore City, Baltimore County, and Atlanta, Georgia. We have over 100 properties on the commercial side. In Patterson, New Jersey, we are completing a 74-unit apartment building for grandparents raising their grand grandchildren. 
We are the first African-Americans in the city of Patterson to actually do that. And we should be break, breaking ground the end of the May. As a result of that project, and we're there every other week, and sometimes we're there every week. So as a result of that one project, we're now doing a veterans building. We'll also be doing a 110 unit apartment building. And then the city of Newark wants us to come to do to emulate the grandparents raising grandchildren. What I say to my students and anyone, become excellent at that one thing and the all the other things you get gain more opportunity. I mean, we became excellent in 2008 when the bubble came and everybody else was getting out of the market. We actually got into the market. We really didn't even want to do single family properties. But we were able to get them in, in Baltimore, New Jersey, and Atlanta for like 10 to 50 cents on a dollar. And what happens is with those properties now, let's say on an average, in, in Baltimore, we spent on an average of 13, no more than 67000 for properties. In New Jersey, my average properties in, in duplexes or two units were the most I spent was 78000 in Atlanta, we went from thirty to eighty thousand. Guess what? Our net worth has increased substantially. On, on four properties that I told you that I spent an average of sixty, most of seventy-eight. Those same properties are going for three fifty to four hundred thousand dollars. So my net worth has quadrupled in those just for four properties to over two million dollars. So that is how you make money. In real estate, I mean, you can make money from it. They have, they've appreciated. You want so what you want both is you want both the cash flow with what that gives you, the money that that provides you after all your expenses have been paid, and then you get appreciation. Now, some folks say you can't live off appreciation. You can at any given time because what that allowed us to do this year is just to take an extra million dollars out. Mm -hmm. Finance, take an extra million dollars out. And guess what? The monthly mortgage rate is still the same because the, the mortgage rates were two and three percent that we refinance over that time frame. So you can do so much, much more. You can give generously. You can uh, impact and influence your your neighborhood, your community. I got a call yesterday. Uh, well, actually, uh, Friday in South Carolina saying, Miss Janet. I'm a member of the church and the church member, somebody told me in the church that I need to talk to you. I'm in need of a property by April 5th. I was scammed on the previous property. Do you have anything? So once I proceeded to find out what they actually needed, then yes, I do. I don't necessarily have it in the, in the area that he's looking for. He wants the east side, Baltimore, the east side, want the east side, the west side, want the west side, and they don't want to go in between. But what I did say to him, look, I have something for you on the west side. I do have something on the east side. It's not completed yet. But if you want to go ahead and take that by April 5th, then I'll move you to the, if you want to move to the east side, once that is completed, then I'll move you to the east side. So you're able to do that immediately. You're able to help not only your family members. I have family members. We've changed the trajectory of our entire family life. My Baby sister has her first home. 
my baby brother, who was in prison for seven years, have come out and is absolutely dynamic. He has over 50 properties himself in Atlanta. So we do business with him and his wife. We bring them in. They do our, we bring in younger folks. And we have our little six and seven-year-old nieces and nephews. Actually, in meetings, we hold a, month, uh, a weekly meeting, and they're in those meetings. We're exposing them to the real estate and to building wealth right now. We need to start the babies at a very, very young young age. Go ahead. We both got a question. <laughs> I was just, just going to say, Ms. Janet, did, as a young woman, did you ever dream that you, that you was going to be the one that would uh, you know, change the lives of your family? Absolutely. I had no I know I, that not to the magnitude that we've actually done it. I never believed that we can do that. We we have every quarter and this year it's been every month. Every quarter we have been out of the country. We do. We hold what's called a real estate retreat. We're either in Dubai, Lagos, Nigeria. And in December, we were in Dubai. This is the second time we've been in Dubai. In January, we were in Lagos, Nigeria. In February, we were in Colombia, South America. Uh, and and in March, uh, we're just in the city. In April, we'll be in Jamaica. Uh, in May, we'll be in Houston, Vegas. We've been able to not only change our lives. I have 24-year-olds, but male and female now have two and three and four properties. And we're able to take, I was able to take a couple, uh, I forgot the Bahamas on the cruise that we went to. I was able to take a couple that had never been out of the city of Baltimore. Just said, come on, don't worry about anything. I got you. I got your airfare. I got your cruise. And we've been able to take young people out of the, out of the neighborhood. Miss Janet, we don't have to pay anything. No, you don't have to pay anything. Just come, come on and, and go with us. So being affectionately known as the cash flow diva and someone's thinking about getting started or they're stuck on the sidelines, they want to get into real estate. Mm -hmm. And they hear people say, you don't need a real estate license to get into real estate. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I want to get into real estate. Oh, you have to have money to get into real estate. That's great that you were able to buy a home for $90,000, but I don't have $90,000. I just have a hope, a dream and a prayer. And Mm -hmm. I'm a little girl in the projects and they throw rocks at me and and I'm mm-hmm. and I don't have no hair and I have low self-esteem, but I, I have dreams. Mm-hmm. I have hope of one day being where you are. Okay. What I would say to you, which is what I just said to them in South Carolina this at this weekend, because most of these women were almost in the same predicament that I had been. What I would say to you is first of all, get the the education, first of all, that you can get. Remember, in 1987, there was no internet, right? There was no bigger pockets, right? There were no books that you can actually go to to tell you how to do that. Go to something like, I am on the executive board of the Baltimore Real Estate Investment Association. You can actually surround yourselves with those type of people, and you never know who you may connect with somebody like me at full time. What you do is you may want to put in some sweat equity. What I have done is I, I do finance. I do what's called hard money and I do private money lending. I only do it for my students though. But 
I may loan you 100% of the acquisition fee and 65% of uh, the rehab fee or vice versa. I just loaned somebody two weeks ago 100% of the money. I would also say to you, I have so many of my renters that calling in rent, they don't know their credit scores. Identify what your credit scores are and work with someone to improve them because you need them for everything now. So you can go to Credit Karma, Credit Sesame, get them free, okay? Then work on uh, work on them. And if you don't know uh, what to work on, then what you can do is somebody like me can help you uh, do those things. You can, I think the the what's been my saving grace is, there. first of all, there's no shortage of money out here. There's no scarcity. If you have a scarcity mindset, you're not going to get anywhere. My saving grace is I'm very transparent in what I do. I'm willing to share. I don't care if you call me and say, Miss Janet, can you help me with this and that? That's been what I've been known for. I just had a letter that I got from a white couple. As a matter of fact, I was in tears. Miss Janet, you are such a wonderful person. You're transparent. You're giving. You're generous. You have impacted not only our lives, but the people surrounding us that you impacted. And we just are so very grateful and thankful for you. And so that has been my saving grace. You can call me and you, as I say to people, you may not be a member of the RIA, but if you call me and if I can help you, I will absolutely do it. And if I cannot, I will tell you I cannot, cannot help you. Also, in, in, in addition to that, I do offer pro, uh, mentoring programs and coaching pro- programs. You can get, you can start with the basics. You can start with a 12-week program. I have a six-month program. And then I have a yearly program, one, uh, one-on-one. And some of my folks, if they weren't able to participate initially, they've come back two and three years later and said, here, Ms. Janet, I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you now. But Right now, there's so much education, and you can even go to bigger pockets, and you can get just about anything free from from bigger pockets or even on on the internet. The only thing that you're getting from someone like me as a mentor, and get yourself a mentor if you can. As I say to folks, you're getting speed, you're getting the experience, and you're really saving money when you're getting a mentor. I had somebody call me. I went to a seminar in Arizona about two weeks ago. And I'm always learning. I'm going to say always read, be always learning. I'm always learning. And I will and it, I will spend money in order to make money. I went to Arizona to learn something about uh, residential assistant living. I have some four and five bedroom vacancies. And as you know, we baby boomers are getting older and we are the majority of getting older. And so some folks will not want to go to a nursing home. And some of the nursing homes are actually seeing where you can get a residential assistant living home and actually make it look like they're actually at the home, in their home location. So that's something that I'm even looking for as another side business. Remember, you want multiple streams of income, too. And most millionaires or billionaires have at least seven uh, multiple streams of income. Okay. You know, my husband asked me earlier because, you know, I love to talk. And when we have guests, I'm always asking questions and we're talking about everything from the weather to how you got here to what you do every day to what books you're reading. 
And as you're speaking, he goes, why are you not talking? And I'm like, because wisdom is speaking. Definitely wisdom. Okay. <laughs> wisdom is speaking. And when you say, you know, what do you pay for when you get a mentor? You know, what you get when you go out and you invest in a mentor like yourself, you get speed, you get experience, but what you get is wisdom. I was listening to a speaker the other day talking about how young kids have all the information and you can research all the knowledge, you know, and she used the example of brushing your teeth. You know, you brush your teeth and you brush your teeth and you brush and you just brush. But it takes that grandma to come and say, baby, did you brush your tongue? That's right. That's right. Or did you wash between your toes or did you do it? Absolutely. And then as I was saying a little earlier, I got a call from someone last year. She has a property in Baltimore City. They live in D.C. She gave me the area of the property. And I said, no, I don't think I wouldn't have bought in that particular area. And they've been holding on to a property for 10 years. Now the city is after them. So they've been not they've been paying the taxes. They've been paying fines. I'm sure they, from what she's told me, they spent over $50,000 on that particular property and are going to spend more and more because the fines are being added up. And, but they have yet no earthly idea what to do and what they were actually doing. So if you get a mentor, say you pay twenty dollars or 25000 for a mentor. These folks have already paid 50000 Your mentor is going to save you from doing that because they're going to say, no, I wouldn't buy in that particular area. They're going to guide you as to what you have to do. They're going to guide you as to how to deal with unruly tenants, how to deal with evictions, how to, uh, to establish your paperwork, how to treat your business as a business and not a hobby and things like that. Ms. Janet, we have a lot of uh, listeners that are couples in business, and you and your husband have been in business for so many years. You give us a little bit of tips on how you make this work. I first of all, I didn't tell you, I didn't think we could work. <laughs> <I> <laughs> work. And sometimes in some days, <laughs> it gets to be a little tenuous. The the great thing about it is you have to communicate, okay? And then you can't take everything personally. Remember, you're in the long this in for the long haul. So what he's good at, he's good at working with. <laughs> the contractors, he's good at working with, and well, it, so we separate our duties. I'm good at identifying, I'm good at the paperwork, I'm good at packaging loans, I'm good at, at identifying and finding tenants, doing the screening and, and things like that, and hiring other people to assist us, us with that. But some days, we can get into some, <laughs> some heavy <laughs> arguments about the contractors that aren't doing this and aren't doing that. But bottom line is, we remember that we love one another. We're in it for a reason, for a purpose and a passion. And that, you know, and, and, and we've also agreed, we don't stay mad or we don't stay angry over anything overnight. We don't let that uh, get because we love one another. And it's about coaching one another as well. And then allowing other people to see that within us. So you're going all over the country now speaking. Does your husband go with you or do you go speaking on the speaking alone? Uh, uh, but for the most part, he goes with me. And then sometimes like he he just uh, got over kidney stone. So he didn't go with me uh, to South South Carolina. But for the most part, we go together. And not only that, I have my other little mentees, my baby brother and my sister. She, uh, she calls me her sister-in-law as opposed to sister-in-law. So my sister-in-law 
they go with us uh, quite a bit as well. Okay. What well, would someone reach out to you and, and say, hey, I'm looking for a speaker on this topic? What is your speaking topic? Uh, my speaking topic is typically on uh, financial literacy and, of course, real estate. Uh, real estate that is cash flow diva. And so you're going to experience the power of real estate investing with cash flow and passive income. Or real estate investing should be, everyone should own at least one piece of real estate. Because even if you only have one piece of real estate, that can change your life as well. Awesome. You know, that's a nice segue into yes, the next is. portion of this uh, podcast. So, Ms. Janet, I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast, but all our guests that come on our podcast, we ask them this one question. Mm-hmm. And it's how to make 10K in 10 days. Are you ready to play this game with us? Sure. Is she ready to play oh, Queen K? I'm ready to put it on me. <laughs> so, so, Ms. Janet, I'm going to give you your rules. Mm-hmm. We're going to start you out with $100. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start you off with a beater truck. It's going to it's going to be a beat up truck, but it's going to get you around. But it's, okay. you can't get out of town in that truck. You try to leave town. What's going to happen, Queen Kim? It's going to break down. You know that city limit sign. As soon as you pass it, it's going to just break pass down. Yeah, do not pass go, and you will not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> Better thing you're going to get a fine for being parked side the road. <laughs> All right. And now you start from ground zero. Nobody knows you. You mm-hmm. lost it all. Yes, but you get to use the internet, and you get a cell phone. Mm-hmm. So, Miss Janet, with all that, how are you going to get that 10K in 10 days? I'm going to get 10K in 10 days with $100,000. Oh, before no, 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 you... no, 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 uh, uh-uh. no, 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 and before you start, Ms. Janet, if you get that 10K in 10 days, we're going to gift you another 10K. So you're going to leave out of here with 20K. In both uh, books. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. For me, with $100 in 10 days, I'm going to find me a stock. I'm going to look for a stock that's down and that's earning. I'm going to gather some friends together, maybe 10 friends with a thousand dollars, ten times, ten times hundred, get a thousand dollars. Find me a stock that I can increase. Let's see, if it's a thousand, if it's a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, and I need to get ten thousand in ten days. Okay, you gotta make it a difficult for me. That I'm trying to say, hundred dollars stock, hundred dollars, ten friends. That would be because I almost tried this thousand dollars so then maybe okay so let me find so that's ten thousand so ten times ten so i'll, uh, I'll go, try and find a hundred friends okay and and there's a hundred times ten thousand and that's how i would do it hundred friends and then go on the internet and with the internet today let me tell you it's e- sometimes it's very easy because i'm looking at what other people are putting out there and they're getting money just from GoFundMe and certain things like that. If I'm giving them value, I think I can get it back if 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 I do that. So that's a hundred dollars and that's a hundred friends at a hundred dollars. I think I can do ten thousand in ten in ten days with that. Hmm. So you will offer something of value mm-hmm. at a hundred dollars mm-hmm. to one hundred friends mm-hmm. in ten days. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I work. There's a value. I mean, I work. It's a value. I mean, we do it. You know, that's a great answer, and you're gonna get the 10k in boss bucks (laughs) that you can only spend at Boss Effect Party. Okay, that's no problem. (laughs) Okay, now I will say Sean made it easy for you. I did, he made it easy for you because he He left out one of the game rules. I forgot. And what was that? And why? And you can I forgot that you cannot borrow any money from friends or family. But she explains she's not borrowing it. She's giving them value. Oh, and you know what? That's right. And nobody yeah. knows you. It doesn't matter because she said she's gonna use social media. Yes. So you know yes. what? So she got it. Yeah, she got it. But I did miss that rule though, Miss Janice. Okay. Miss okay. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, what type of people do you like to work with? First of all, I want somebody that's serious. Mm-hmm. About what it is, because I don't have time to w- waste time. I did actually do that for three or four years, but right right now, I'm not in the mindset. So anybody that's really serious about in- investing in real estate, serious about learning financial literacy, and as I said, being somebody that will persist, persevere, and then somebody that's going to actually listen to what I tell them to do, because I've heard some people. Some people have paid me big money and still don't listen to what, I, what I've told them to do. If I tell you not to buy in a specific area, I mean, don't buy in, in a specific area. I mean, you're wasting your time as well. Or somebody that I had a, a, one student went over and did floors two and three and four times. So they tripled the amount of their, their rehab costs. They were able to get it back, fortunately. But, you know, that's not how I do so I'm um, somebody that really that's motivated, uh, and they could be young or old, be young or old. I'm willing to, to work with anybody. And then what I do is I typically fill them, fill them out a, a, as well. I assess them because this may not be for everybody, but I can give you alternatives as well. Every, because landlord is not for the faint of heart. You have to be a teacher, an educator, a psychologist, psychiatrist. You have to be a reinforcer, manager, and all of those those, those things things too. And I will say that is one aspect of it that I never even thought about. <laughs> I never thought about those aspects of it. And I, we talked, we interviewed, we've interviewed over two hundred people now, mm-hmm. and 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 I've never heard. You see, that's wisdom. That's that's why we didn't we didn't. You notice we were kind of like quiet listening. The, <laughs> the people who listen to Boss Effect podcast. We know that you're a first-generation entrepreneur. We know that you have big dreams and desires, and we know that you want to take action. And when we go out and we bring guests like Miss Janet to you, we know that she's going to bring that wisdom and that she's willing to help you and that she has a servant heart. Miss Janet, how can they get in touch with you? They can reach me at Janet.Tonkins. I'm sorry, JanetTonkins.com or TheTurningPoint.com. And then my listeners, your your listeners can reach me at 410-989-1243. And I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on on LinkedIn as well. What's your handle on the the social media? Is it all the same? It's all the same. Mm -hmm. And that's the the cash flow diva. (laughs) Hey, I love it. Look at that. Let us get that phone number one more time. That's 410. 
989-1243 and tell them please to identify that they were listeners of the Boss Effect podcast. Okay. So we want to talk about the free gift at this time. Do you have a free gift for our listener? I do have a free gift for your listeners. So you're going to get the ebook, the Turning Point ebook. Tell us about the book. And the book, once again, chronicles, chronicles my journey from the projects to creating projects, from rags to riches. And it gives you gin. So it's just not myself. It's 12 authors throughout the world. We talk about visualizing. We talk about setting goals. We talk about meditating and how you can change the trajectory of your own lives. So, so many of us have not done that or so many of us have not done some of the things. I have not been exposed to some of the things that the book tells you about. So it really is a great book. So, Ms. John, how do they get it? Do they text that number and get it, or how do they get it? Okay. Why don't they uh, request it at the JanetTonkins.com? Right. I'll make sure we have that in the show notes as well. So, Ms. Mm-hmm. Janet, what's that one prolific statement that you want the world to know you when you're no longer here, or you know, and you just left out that room, and people still talking about Ms. Janet? What I want them to know is that my I don't want my living to be in vain. I'm here to, I think I've been placed on this earth as a servant and to help everyone that I can. And right now my life mission is to help African-American women, okay, get a leg up, understand financial literacy, whether we're married or not, we need to understand that. So many divorcees have left, don't know what was going on and things like that, and also have their own. And I have to give my husband credit. He pushes me to that extent. I have my own, we have our together, but God forbid has anything happened to him, but I'll be all right. I don't have to depend upon him and he doesn't necessarily have to depend upon me but we've come together. And i like uh, other women to see that. My next book is going to be for the pocketbook, houses, shoes, you choose. Because our priorities are all wrong. I want your assets to pay for your, I can't say it. Yes, you can. <laughs> assets to pay for your asses. There you go. Okay? We put in everything. We're getting, we getting personal loans and all those things. No. Let's think of the long term. And there's nothing wrong with that because I love pocketbooks and I love shoes like the best of you. But let's let our houses, let our assets and all of those become our net worth. Then we can go out there if you want to pay $1,000 for shoes or $1,000 for pocketbooks and things like that. So I just let them know, which is what everybody says now, uh, Janet was g- generous and she gave all she had. Mm. And you can find out more at JanetTumps.com. I heard it right here. Janet, appreciate you again coming to the Boston Podcast. And thank you. I appreciate you again. And please keep in touch. Take care. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an I- 
Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.